And as always, I'm always super excited because I get to have epic conversations with so many people in the industry that are making an impact and even people that are outside of our industry, just bringing that into the realm of you guys acknowledging what is possible for you, for your business. And that's why I'm excited to have Shauna on the podcast again today. Welcome to the show, Shauna. Well, thanks for having me back, Jessica. (laughs) I know this is our second time. The last podcast that she was on was early when I first launched. And that was, geez, about over a year ago now. I think we were literally closed down the last time that we got to sit down and talk, weren't we? Yeah, it's. I think we were all trying to figure out what we were going to do, right? <laughs> that was the, and that was the driving premise for me to start this podcast was I was like, for the first time I've had time and space. And I feel like that was the most compelled I was at in business to like give us a voice in the industry. And that's why having this platform was so important to me. And then, you know, having people reach out, sharing awesome people that I should have on the show, you were hands down, probably voted by several people. You got to have Sean on the podcast. You got to have Sean on the podcast. Just, I don't know if you knew that, but like, you've got a lot of like people that admire you and you've helped them in their educational journey with being behind the chair, owning salons, and just really figuring out what it takes to run a profitable and happy, successful business in the beauty industry. That means so much to me because as we know, Jessica, you know, we're both hairstylists and it's just about building that community. And, you know, as hairdressers, we just want to help each other. We want to share information. We come from a place of love. And, you know, so that means a lot to me for you to say that. Yeah. And, and honestly, when I do feel in the industry, we all come from that place, but not a lot of us make a real impact because I don't want to use the word stuck, but a lot of Mm -hmm. us are so in the busyness of doing the business, like doing behind the the chair work and, or running, owning a salon that we don't often have the time to make like a ripple effect with helping and building community. And so that's one of the reasons after 20 years, I took a step back and wanted to kind of pour back into the industry that has given me such a rad career. Uh, And you are doing the same now too. You've streamlined and you're only behind the chair, just a minimal amount. Like I am, Mm -hmm. I feel like us seasoned ladies have been in the game for a while and now it's time for us to give back, right? Like it's time for us to really like help. And you do that through, you know, creating a strategic way for people to find education that's going to help build their business. So we were just talking about that before. Can you kind of dive into how making the right choices with education is so important. I mean, it sounds like a no brainer, but like the way you just explained it almost was kind of an aha for me. So break that down like you just did and and really let people know, because I feel like a lot of us do this. Mm -hmm. And I think we choose classes based on what we think is cool or trending or that we need, but we sometimes tend to avoid the things that aren't working in our business. Therefore we don't take that class because we're like, "Mm, I'm just going to lean into what is fun and feels good versus what's not really working. And where could I really use the help and support? I just love how you just explained that because that's truly how I feel (laughs) Um, in my new role, you know, and this happened during uh, the shutdown as well Is you know, I saw an opportunity uh, for us, you know, just like Jessica said, we take what feels good or what's fun. As far as education, we invest in that. Um, But how does it grow our business behind the chair? really, you know, you can be inspired and take these classes, but in a sea of sameness, right? What's going to stand you out from another hairdresser 
And, um, you know, I just got off the phone with one of my girlfriends. We were talking about this, um, about an experience. For instance, um, I don't know about you, but I am feeling uh, not as much of an experience when I go, you know, treat myself to getting my nails done, right? Because we go through the motions. We're just so quick to just, okay, let's in and out. It's almost transactional where we want it to be an experience for the guests. And sometimes if I'm taking a class that's going to be inspiring and those classes are important to take, right? To keep you inspired, that, that makes you tick. But then what about if you're finding yourself on a Wednesday with only one, one guest in your chair, right? That inspirational class may not be the right class. Maybe you need to invest in a strategic branding or social media to help grow your business or you know, even we have business classes like pre-booking, like as simple as something that it's about the verbiage, right? It's not what we say, it's how we say it. And so in my role, when I transitioned to this, I help stylists grow their business through helping them guide them through strategic education, because it's not just all about uh, those fun classes. You also need to take fundamentals. I don't know, Jessica, if you remember, I do. When I started in this industry, I was the like the person in the back because I worked at a, a salon that, you know, they paid for you to go to education and training. And so I was always this one, like crossing my arms, right? Because I thought I knew everything. <laughs> my ego showed up first, right? Oh, it, yes, definitely. I was like, I have to go to this class. I'm just going to go and I'm just going to sit in the back and I, you know, oh my God. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And it wasn't until later in life that I realized that, you know, foundational education was the key to my success through my career. You know, it was great to go to those hair events or those inspiring, you know, cutting classes or design elements of it. But it was truly those fundamental education classes that helped me build my career. Yes. Like the product knowledge classes that you want to roll your eyes at, that you don't want to hear about another thing. And it's like that one comment that you make to your client that makes you sound so brilliant because you can explain why they need that $48 bottle of oil. Like it's a no brainer. You've just given them like hard proof that this is what's going to help them. And that $48, every single client, every single day adds up to profitability in your pocket. And if you're not the salon owner into their pocket so that they could provide more education for you, like it's such a ripple effect. And once you kind of like step back from the Oh, class on a Monday, like people like you and me was the reason why I stopped teaching. I was like, I cannot teach to another class where these girls are staring at me with their arms crossed, just glaring at me. And then I even shifted as an educator at the time thinking I'm going to hone in on that one girl who thinks she knows it all, which would have been me in, in reverse form and right. kind of call them out in a really like loving way of like, Maybe you could be the liaison for the people at your salon. And maybe since you know everything, like how can you step into leadership and like, wh where can I help you grow as a stylist? And then we would kind of go back from there. And then once you engage with that one person, it was almost like everybody perked up in the room, right? They're like, oh, oh. And I, I'm just like you, like the foundations, even with the technical stuff is what helped me build a consistent business. Because if you try to skip over any of that stuff, like, you don't have sustainability. It's just like, if you try to wing it and open something like open mm -hmm. a new salon and you don't have your foundations and fundamentals in place, like 
that's not going to be sustainable. And we, I don't know about you, but in 20 years, I've seen a lot of places open and I've seen a lot of places close. And so, you know, that alone, if you don't build that into the, to the foundation work of the salon or you're behind the chair business and continue with that education, that's when you see people start to feel burnt out because they don't have direction. They're saying yes to things that aren't in alignment with what they want to be doing. Um, So like you said, it's good to discover those fun classes and take those for inspiration. And I always try to find one new method that I either stop doing or that I could re-implement into my work. Right. Agreed. If you learn one thing from uh, education class, it was worth your time. That's That's how I feel about any online courses that I take or like mastermind groups that I get in now. Like I kind of go in with not zero expectation. Like you should have some sort of plan or goal, but I'm always like, okay, if I get at least a, a new friendship out of this to have conversations to like move my life and business forward, cool. If I can learn one new skill that I can implement that I can use, that's going to make it worth it. So what are the types of education that you you guys provide or that you, that you love to share and talk about? Yeah, oh, that's a great question as well, Jessica. And really it's about having that conversation, you know, really customizing it. You know, I do work for L'Oreal Professional and we talk about uh, a signature path of education. It's really cool. We kind of, one of our creatives created a uh, Eiffel Tower, right? Because sometimes we don't know where we need to go. We need that roadmap, you know, and I know early in my career, I was taking some classes that I thought I needed. Um, but then when I got to the, the class, I'm like, oh man, I need to take a step back and maybe revisit some of the, you know, essential classes. And so in my role with helping with strategic education planning, we go through and we talk about and ask those hard questions like, how is your business? You know, how is your retail sales? You know, because selling, man, that was the other thing as a hairdresser, I, I <laughs> used to say, I'm creative. I'm a, a stylist. I make people look good and feel good. I'm not a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Gone are those days. And I know we, we keep going back to this all the time, Jessica, you and I have had conversation after conversation, but yes, we are. If you are building your brand and you are either working, you know, at a salon where you're, it's employee based or a self-employed stylist, you are still not only selling your brand and yourself, but also it's a professional recommendation to your guests to use the products that we recommend, you know, so really guiding them on this journey of education, more of a signature path of how we can create sustainability with our career. So, you know, we talk anywhere from essentials all the way up to advanced, um, train the trainer, um, you know, certifications. I don't know about you, but everybody loves to get a certification, like a certificate. Like I am, you know, an expert in design or I'm an expert in color correction, you know, and it's kind of like our uh, PhD in our industry, especially now with everything that's going on with them cutting the hours even more in California. Yeah. And the continued education piece, I had somebody ask me not that long ago, if like some class I was taking, they're like, Oh, is that for your hours of continued education? And I almost was embarrassed to say that we don't have a requirement to do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm just going to keep, I was like, no, it's not like, I just like blew it off. and didn't really touch on that. And yeah, with the change in the hours for the school, it's so, so important now to 
think about the education that you want to invest in early on, because I feel like a lot of people are scared to invest thinking like, what's going to be the return on invest? What's the ROI? Like, or when you think you already know certain things, like when you're starting out, I think I knew everything when I was starting. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you, you learn that you don't, um, and always being a student in this industry. Like if you're always a student, you're always open to learning new things. That's where I feel like I cut myself off about 12, 13 years into my career was I kept doing the same thing, thinking that was going to produce different results. Well, what it did was produce the same results. And for a while that was okay, right? Like I hit the ceiling of making X, Y, Z. Um, I still was telling myself I wasn't the salesperson. I didn't want to be bothered to sell product. And it wasn't until I shifted and started investing in ways that were outside of the industry a little bit too, to show me, hey, if you have a brand, if you have anything of value to sell, which is my services, you have to take responsibility for the whole thing as a package. Because we're, we're even if you rent or even, or if you're commission or if you're an employee, like you're still building your own brand. And that's what we really see on social media now. And that's one of the things you said in the very first podcast that we did together was, you saw these kids coming out of school or people coming out of school with a full book of business because they'd already perfected how to sell themselves on social media and they weren't even selling said product. They were selling themselves as the experience, as the expert, they were positioning themselves as um, a blonde specialist an extension specialist. They were really niching down. And that was different language than I learned 20 years ago before it was like, say yes to everything give discounts, give all this shit away. It was like so different than it is. And I will think this pandemic, I know it's, it's caused a lot of turmoil for a lot of people for a while, but I will thank it for helping elevate our industry into a place now where we really do value the time that we are giving to our clients. And so therefore charging what we should be charging, you know, and really taking pride in, in how we're showing up for them and not just going through the grind of it being super transactional, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think the younger uh, generation of hairdressers, you know, for elevating our industry um, through social media, you know, I say this all the time when I'm speaking to hairdressers that maybe have been in the industry for a long time, like such as myself, you know, um, to challenge themselves that social media is so relevant now, you know, gone are the days, like you said, Jessica, we've created our own bad habits. Uh, <laughs> I know I did, you know, it was discounting your work. Uh, I remember Groupon, right? If you weren't busy or going to flyer, you know, and now we have this free tool um, that we can utilize to sell ourselves, our brands, um, sell education, you know, for larger brands or, you know, um, sell your, your retail or sell yourself and the experience. I talk to them all the time about that and making the time, allowing ourselves some grace, right? Cause I know it can be frustrating when you see success all the time in your face on social media to really feel like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I be, you know, showing my face on social media? What do I have to offer? Um, but I will tell you, like I tell everybody else that if you are connecting with one person, if you're helping them, um, you're an influencer already. I don't really like that word influencer because I think we all are, 
You know, if you're, you're having me on your podcast, you influence me. I see, you know, who you have on your podcast, you're surrounding yourselves with amazing women or, or men, you know, or people in our industry that are wanting to help each other grow. And I think that's so important. So I really commend the younger generation of hairdressers that are out there, you know, putting the work in, it may be different, you know, but we have to be open as, as hairdressers in this industry to accept that things are evolving and changing. Right. And that's hard because deep down, like nobody really likes change. We like to stay in our comfy little, this works for me sandwich. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if it's not necessarily serving us, it's scary to like, to put yourself out there. And that's one of the things that like held me back from showing up for a while too, is I felt like I said earlier, I'd already reached the level of which I had thought I was, I was capable in the industry. I, I wasn't allowing myself to dream bigger and think bigger. And, you know, what got me inspired in the beginning was like going to shows like signature and seeing stylists on stage and watching when Claybot speak and be motivational and watching Robert Crummings just get to be this weird eccentric, like what the hell is even going on? I was like, these are my people. And then over the years you get busy with the busy and you know, that's one of the things we teach in the membership that we created is like truly building your brand so that at any point you could then pivot. And like, you now have gone in pretty much to full on education. And so I want to know more about like, what drew you into that way and kind of away from being like the true service provider that we were, because so many people I know want to get into education, want to create their own methods, want to like either maybe work for a brand like you do. Um, but I want to preface like the way that Shauna shows up on social media is like, yes, she does work for L'Oreal, but she's also the go-to expert for all of the stuff we're talking about. So at one point, if she ever wanted to create her own podcast, her own coaching, her own anything, like she's already like started to put that foundational work in. And that's what I find so beautiful about what you're doing. I think I know, you know what you're doing, but I feel like you, I can see that. And that's to me, like the, the, you're giving yourself opportunity through doing that. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, I say that every day. I'm sure everybody does, you know, <laughs> because it's constantly evolving and changing. And I think that's my why, Jessica. Like I always, when I, when I speak to other stylists, I ask them right away, like, what's your why? You know, that's so important to step back and, and to create your own um, mission statement really. And my, one of my whys is that I want to help, you know, this industry be elevated and grow. Um, and I'm really good at education. You know, I was an educator for many, many years and I love that you can share information and then you also learn from the people that are attending your, your education classes, you know? So one I was so afraid of becoming stagnant. So what better way to prevent myself from becoming stagnant is to get into one, the beauty industry and two, into education that's constantly evolving and and growing and changing. So I think that's, you know, how I ended up getting um, more into education is because I just, I want to help. I want to help people grow And that's the fastest way to do it is through sharing and educating uh, the future hairdresser. I love that. And I, and I love you really diving into the why. And we talk a lot about that too. And it's like, 
having an, your own personal mission statement is so important because it helps be the guide to what it is you do need to invest in and where you should be spending your time and who you should be surrounding yourself with the type of clients you can be saying yes or no to like all of that is your choice and for those of you listening who are in our industry like you have a choice and you have the authority to change and pivot or you know try something or stop something at any given point you know and i know change is scary but there's educators out there like shauna and myself who we are the people who love to have these kind of conversations to get you thinking like, what else could you be doing or where could you be if you shifted or where could you be if you invested in this class and really leaned into being a better person to sell retail for your salon? Or if you are the salon owner, you know, what could you bring in that's going to help elevate your brand and give people that work under you like a better leg up or the difference between the salon down the street? Um, it's, it's thinking long-term, not just, you know, investing for who you are now it's kind of investing for who you want to be and where you want your business to grow right yeah and it's all about you right we predict our future in this industry um so it's all the choices that we make right so if we uh really put the work in and invest in ourselves invest in our education to constantly evolve and grow um the reward is so much greater you know, instead of living in that, uh, I know everything. Um, I have enough clients. I sell enough retail, you know, it's all I, 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 where you, if we change that language shift to like, I still have a lot to learn, right. I can gain information from the people that I surround myself with. Those are huge, uh, things to say. So it's not always we know what we say. It's how we say it to ourselves. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a post on your page that says exactly that it's the four language shifts to give your power back. And I want to just read these ones to you guys, because it is Monday and we are recording this on a Monday. It probably won't come out on a Monday, but just to really think about how you speak to yourself and how you speak to your clients and how you speak to your team or your peers. These are four things that she gives you that you can replace the, I have to with an, I get to, I love that. That's what I tell myself when I wake up, I get to work out today. No one is making me Ditto. <laughs> replacing, but with an, and so instead of saying, but you know, but saying, and I get to that also flows in with that as well. Replacing with you made me feel with what I experienced was that's powerful. Replacing you made me feel with what I experienced was if you want to learn to be a better communicator, I think that was one of the first ones to implement in your life yeah. um, and replace try with I will. Yes. So she also follows it with what's the one thing you get to do this week, right? So when you're listening to this and you're thinking, what's one thing that I could do to kind of move the needle this week for my business or for myself personally, it could be something you need to stop doing. Is it something you need to start implementing? Is it a morning ritual practice like I love to do? Is it an evening ritual practice? Is it having more conversations with people in your industry like Shauna? Is it, is it connecting with more of your peers to figure out how you could collaborate and possibly bring education out if that's something you want to be doing? Is it maybe asking your client to pre-book and you've never asked her to do that before? Is it suggesting that product that, you know, she never takes home, but you know, good Lord, she needs for her hair. Like there's always something that we can find um, that we could start to implement to create momentum. And, you know, everybody loves momentum because it feels 
good when you start to see a little bit of something from the efforts that you're doing. And that's the thing with social media. So if you're getting started, like one day at a time and just keep being consistent. And that's one of the things, like I said about you, Sean, I love, like you show a little bit of your personal life. You show a little bit of what you um, want to be known for. And then you also provide value with like the post that I just read. So yeah, I can, you think you don't know what you're doing. You do know what you're doing. You're doing it. And that's what I love. Like we, we are all just doing our best with what we have, but like there's concerted effort of like consistency that I see that I just really admire. Uh, thank you for saying that, Jessica. And, you know, it's truly just about like authenticity. We talk about this all the time. We share it. But if you're truly authentic to who you are as your brand, and again, you are a brand, you know, and I want everybody to just have fun. That's what this industry is about. One, yeah, it's a career, you know, before it was, oh, you know, your job. But you no, know, this is a beautiful career that has sustainability and longevity as long as we are authentic to who we are in our brand that we put the work in, you know, and that we have fun doing it and that we're vulnerable. I think that's the, the key to this sustainability in this industry is really um, all of those, all of the above. And I say, I get to kiss, like shake hands and kiss babies all day long. Right. Like I get to have conversations with amazing, strong people in this industry like Jessica um, so thank you so much for having me on here. Cause I'm super stoked to just know you and be in your presence. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing about our industry. It is so fun. And, and that's why I really struggle when people are telling me that they feel burnt out or they feel any sort of negative way. I'm like, you are so much more in control of mm-hmm. that than you realize. And even just like those little prompts that we just gave you to shift your mindset around what you get to do versus what you have to do. Like, I mean, take a moment in wherever you're at and, and honor it. If you are in that, in that time of struggle, if you are feeling burnt out, like what is one thing you can shift or do differently today or this week that can take you out of overwhelm that can take you away from feeling burnout? Is it seeking education? Is it looking for friends in the industry because you don't have anybody that you can have these kinds of conversations with, you know, reach out to people like Shauna or myself or anybody that you admire or are inspired by on social media and start the conversation. If, even if they don't respond, send them a voice note and like reach out to four or five people a week and, you know, see where you can start to build your own network and community that will support you and having a fun, long, successful, not burnt out, not overwhelmed career because we are meant to have fun. And I love that you just like reiterated that because I can get stuck in my own shit too. And and, and yeah. I have to do this and I have to do that. But you know, at the end of the day, it really is so much more empowering to say I get to. So thank you. Yeah, for that here. absolutely. And I share that information because just like everybody else, I get stuck in my own shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I research, you know, and that's really what it's about is um, if I'm posting something, it's how I'm feeling, you know, and then I'm having to put the work in to shift the way I'm feeling at that moment. And so if that helps anybody out there, you know, just be vulnerable, share stuff that maybe, you know, helped you along your journey and maybe it could help somebody else. Yeah. And it, and it, and it doesn't have to be reinventing the wheel. Like no. her and I are both like lovers of foundation. So if there's foundational things, like I talk about journaling and getting up at the same time, like that's not rocket science. It's a practice that I have to re remind myself every day, just like I remind my clients. So you know, again, if you have found something that's helped you definitely share it, that could be the start of what you can lean into as far as education. 
So Shauna, I always love having conversations with you. I feel so like lit up and connected and just empowered. So thank you for doing what you do and showing up the way that you do. Well, thanks for having me again. Um, you are doing amazing things. I'm so proud of you. And I look forward to this journey, listening to this podcast, which I do listen to. You have some great nuggets of information and amazing um, guest speakers on. So thank you so much, Jessica, for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much for all the support. And if you guys want more information on strategic education, please reach out to Shauna. Take the time to invest in your future um, because you are in full control of it. And like she said earlier, that's the whole premise of Beauty Inspires Beauty is to be you and to learn how to show up authentically as yourself because there is only one you. And we can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. So if you love this, if you got any little ahas or takeaways or some feel goods, please share this on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. It would mean the world if you could take a second and rate and review it. Um, and we'll see you guys on the next one. I'm going crazy.